Hey everybody, welcome back to another Girlfriends Chit Chat Show. I am your host, Amira Bay. I have the best conversations with my girlfriends, Shauna Price and Leslie Thomas, that uplift, transform, and inspire women professionally as well as personally. So come on in and let's chat it up. about it. So let's with no further ado, let's bring in our co-host, Miss Leslie Thomas of She Promotes Network. Come on in here, girl. What's going on, girl? Girl, look at you. You looking right fly tonight, girl. You girl. No, I, I'm, I'm, I'm feeling the whole vibe, girl. Love it. <laughs> All right, girl. Let me price the connection guru. Girl, come on in this room. Let's talk tonight. Hey, how you doing? How you doing, honey? Girl, I'm good. We're here tonight. We're going to have a great show tonight. It's going to be packed and filled. We got some phenomenal ladies coming in here to give us some great stuff tonight, y'all. So, y'all, before we even get started, y'all, we're going to, we want you to take a look at this video of this phenomenal woman right here, y'all. Watch this. Carolee Carrington, and I'm a children's book author and host of Read with Carolee. Now, a lot of people might ask, how did I get on this path? Well, some people call me the accidental author. I actually had no intention of writing children's books, but my son came to me with a problem, and like a mom, I had to make up a solution. My son was actually approached on the, the playground uh, by a classmate and was told that he should play with children of his own skin color. Now that was something that we hadn't had the discussion about, but I wanted to make sure that my son was able to understand that our differences are something that make the world a better place, not something that should divide us. So that's why I wrote the book, Everyone Just Like Me. My mother really inspired me to publish this book. Uh, my mother, Dr. the late Dr. Norma McPherson, was a literacy coach 
in New York City and had a career in teaching. So of course she knew that this book would be something that children would be able to relate to. And this for me was not just a lesson for my son, but I saw that it would be able to help children see the diversity uh, in literature. That really set me on the path to create Read with Caroline. Read with Caroline has morphed into more than just children's books. I sought out to connect with authors of diverse backgrounds with diverse stories to be able to share those stories with children all around the world. What started as a simple show out of Girani Coffee House in Manassas, Virginia has opened up a world of exciting new uh, adventures. Since COVID-19, we had to stop recording at Durrani Coffee House and I had to bring this show to a virtual platform. That actually enabled me to connect with authors from around the world. And I've even recorded with authors and interviewed authors as far as Australia. To be able to bring those books to children, the diversity of those books and the diverse stories and really open up the world to children so that they can see more than just the books that may be in their public library or school library. I love the classics like Dr. Seuss and Stan and Jan Bernstein, but there are so many authors that have published amazing children's books and I am so glad to be able to bring that diversity in books and literature to children. You know, at the end of the day, it's just me as a mom trying to enrich my children's lives and as a bonus, I get to enrich the lives of other children as well. Do let's go ahead and bring on Miss Carolee. Miss Reed, Carolee, read with Miss Carolee. Come on in here, Miss Carrie Carrington. How are you, woman? Come on in. Tonight, this interview gonna happen tonight. You better believe what? that. I don't, don't care what they say. Look, hey, we're gonna have this conversation about you, phenomenal woman, tonight because yes. I was so amazed at what you're doing and what you've been doing. Yes. But I want some people to really understand who you are. So let me go ahead and tell everybody a little bit about you. Carolee Carrington is a passionate literacy advocate, children's book author, and host of the literacy streaming show Read with Carolee. Her books, Everyone Just Like Me uh, and Pretty Hair, help children learn to embrace and celebrate differences and create a kinder future. Yeah. As a devoted advocate for the arts, Carolee serves as a board member on the Prince, the Prince William County is Fundamental Northern Virginia chapter and has presented at schools along the East Coast. Her interactive children's literacy show, Read with Carolee, 
is available on YouTube and via her podcast and introduces children to authors from diverse backgrounds, allowing the authors to read their books aloud in their own voice. Carolee is living her dream of bringing unique stories and authors to children from around the world. I think that is just amazing what you are doing. I, I mean, I mean, I'm telling you, Kelly, it's amazing. Tell everybody how you became this so-called accidental author. Well, you know, as I said in, um, if you heard of the clip, I had no inkling or idea that I would become a children's author. You know, when I was growing up, I thought, okay, all right, maybe um, I would be a poet. I, I wrote poetry when I was younger. Right. Um, I even wrote a few plays, you know, um, back in the day, I, I was called the female Tyler Perry. <laughs> <laughs> and we actually share a birthday, which was <laughs> Yeah, so happy birthday, Tyler, on Monday. <laughs> and you know, Whoa. I thought that was the path that I would go down and you know after I um you know I got married became a mother I decided okay all right I was gonna settle down and kind of put those dreams on the back burner right and then when my son was in kindergarten like I said you know he came to me and said that one of his classmates told him that he should only be playing with children of the same skin color. Wow. And that was, that took me back because yes. my son at the time, you know, we're, um, we live in Northern Virginia and yes, he was maybe one of two um, brown children in his, or especially brown boys. Right. his preschool right. Uh, so when he got to public school now um, you know there were a little bit more diverse children in his class and you know to hear that he was being told by a classmate who's five years old as well right. that he should only be playing with children of his mm -hmm. same skin color that I, that didn't sit well with me so it was right. just like okay what are these children being taught at home right and, of course, my mother, my mother was very light, you know, some people would say that she could pass. Right. And, you know, I had the conversation with him. I said, you know, okay, what color is grandma? And he said, peach. And I said, what color am I? He said, brown. And I said, okay, she's my mother. Right. So if she can be my mother, then we can all play together. And, um, you know, it was basically, I was wrestling with this for a while, mm -hmm. um, maybe a few days, and I got woken up in the middle of the night with the story, and I could not go back to sleep. I had to take out my phone. I typed it up, and you know the rest right. is history. And you know I I, I have to um, give it to my mother because my mother was the one that said you need to publish this, yes. and I thought okay i've heard the jk rowling stories where you know you get shelled and so many people tell you no i right. don't like really being told no <laughs> <laughs> yes yeah so you know and and i am one of those um followers of of oprah that says you know okay don't take no from someone that 
doesn't have the authority to tell you no. Yes. So I said, okay, I'm, my, my mom said, why don't you check out self-publishing? Yeah. Like, oh, yes. That there is you go. me giving myself a yes. And, you know, not even just giving myself a yes, but giving my son a yes and giving yes. other children of color a yes. Because I didn't see, I didn't find any books that kind of tackled, you know, and that I felt was preparing children to learn about race. Right. I didn't feel comfortable telling a five-year-old, you know, and try to school a five-year-old about race and it's about right. race in America. Right. Um, I I am, you know, what some would say an immigrant. I was born in Jamaica. My family's Jamaican. And that was not really something that I dealt with head on. Mm -hmm. um, even like I grew up in the melting pot of right. what was called the, yeah. of the world. I grew up in New York. So right. I didn't really um, experience racism. Mm -hmm. Right. Uh, unfortunately, until I moved to Virginia, and it. Well, was, I believe it. Yeah, and so I, I really wanted to set out to get this book out to help parents and teachers broach the subject of race yeah. with children, and that's why you know I didn't you know blanketly put race in it. I used glasses to be yeah. able to um, get the story across, mm -hmm. and. You know, it, it's it's been a journey, and I I love the journey that I've been on. You know, but it's been a bit, you know, jarring sometimes. Yeah. Would see right. that in 2021 there are still only 13% of children's books that have children of color yes. as a featured character. Mm -hmm. uh, so that exactly. kind of you know I I say it all the time. If I didn't have children, I don't think I would be on this path. So we like to know how stories come together on this yeah. show, you know, because we get the end result, we get the now, but the journey is so important. Just knowing, I'm like, how does she, how does she, you know, fall here? So yeah. that makes sense. I love hearing about the journey, girl. Keep going, keep going. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's the great part about it. That's the great part about it because I feel like that it's amazing how, like you say, in 2021, we're still dealing with racism of all types. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and for children that young to be impacted and to come home and to tell you that, you know, how do you even start that conversation? You know, because Yeah, that was my next question. Yeah. How did you even like because for me, I don't I really don't know how I would come to my daughter, you know, Bella, and saying, you know, mom, somebody told me, you know, I should play with kids my color. What does that mean? You know, yeah, and you're going, yeah, what does that mean? Because she's like, what do you mean? You know, and I feel like that is so impactful that that took you on your journey. Yes. So how did yeah. you start that dialogue with your kids? How did you do that? Well, you know, the way that I started it was looking in my family because, you know, I, I growing up, I, I always said, well, I would say like from high school on, because of course, my mother has never had to have the race talk with me. You know, it was right. kind of like it was right. taught in school and everything because that was not something that we grew up with. So, um, mm -hmm. yeah, I looked inside of my family and that, that's why I said to him, you know, what color is grandma? You know, like 
my my mother was very light my sister was light and then you know i'm kind of in between my uh, eldest sister she's darker my father is about the same complexion as she is so it was like okay we're all a melting pot and yes, um, right. i remember uh i had uh an assignment back in possibly fifth grade where i had to look at my family history and learn mm -hmm. a lot more about my family and know um learning that you know i had european family and um african family and you know we're all we everything that that's how i am that's right how i'm here right. um i used to tell like i said i used to tell people in when i was in high school i said you know what my family is the united nations so leave me alone <laughs> I'm not gonna side. I'm not just gonna side with one person. And yeah. especially, you know, I'm I, I'm a preacher's kid. My mother was a preacher, so it wasn't that I'm looking at this person and that person. I'm like I'm looking a at a child of God. I'm looking mm -hmm. that at someone that was created by the Most High. I'm not yeah. looking at your skin color. And and I've been. You know, in most of my jobs, I've been the only person of color in the room. Right. You know, I've yeah. had that experience where, you know, I, I think it was um, at one of the one of the first jobs that I had in Virginia. I stood up one day and <laughs> kind of looked around the room and I said, "Oh, I'm the only one." Only one. And that's how it is. Yeah. Yeah. I was in that job for a year and a half before that revelation happened. Right. Because I wasn't treated as anything different. And right. I always say, you know, um, I'm not a respecter of persons. Right. I'm a respecter of attitudes. Right. The way you yeah. treat me is the same way that I'm going to treat you. And yeah. I, you know, especially bringing kids up now, I don't want my child to think that he is less than yeah. or that he is superior to right. anyone i'm like you treat right. people um the way that you would want to be treated right uh so you know with this journey of uh trying to empower authors to write about diversity and empower authors that have written about diversity to come on this show and mm -hmm. you know um i say when i started the show I, I was just like, okay, all right, I'm just going to do maybe about 26 episodes. We've been, ever since the show started, we've been going. We have not stopped. And right. the pandemic was actually kind of a blessing for us because yes. um, I was able to connect with authors all around the world. And I've connected with authors from Australia, Uganda, um, Denmark, the UK, and they're authors that are speaking about diversity in different ways and like and i'm like i i had an author that she she wrote basically and th this is my book everyone just like me she wrote um she wrote her book about ducks and it was the same message and she mm -hmm. was from australia and I, I said wow you're having the same conversations that right. we are there. And it's right. a global issue. And right. you know, when we say diversity, of course, the the one thing that we think about automatically is race. 
Yes. It's not just race. It's, you know, children who learn differently, children yes. um, that were, have been diagnosed with autism. Um, I had a, an author come on, she wrote a book about her son, like how her son communicates. Her son has cerebral palsy. And, right. you know, she wrote a book about that. And we have, you know, so many different authors writing about different cultures. And, you know, this is America. You know, we're right. actually, we're going into 9-11 tomorrow. And 9-11 right. was something that brought the world together. And it yeah. should not have to be a tragedy like that exactly. to bring the world together. We are all one. And, you know, social media has brought us, uh, has brought the world small. Yes. So if we can't be able to communicate and to uh, relate as one, then we're really doing a disservice to the next generation. You so are. You know, that's what I'm trying to, to do, you know, to get this message across to the next generation and, you know, to promote these wonderful authors that we have out there. Mm -hmm. you know, I say um, uh, Read With Carolee is kind of a nod to Reading Rainbow. And yeah, girl, you miss you miss reading Rainbow. That's exactly yeah. right. You are because yeah. I'm gonna tell you the truth. You are you miss reading Rainbow because that's exactly how I perceive you every time I see you. It's yeah. just that because you you literally love what you do. You're very mm -hmm. passionate about it. You can see it as I've been watching you as you've been moving along. You know, you keep evolving, and I think yeah. that's how we are as business owners. We evolve. We evolve yeah. in what we're passionate about, and we want to take it to that next level. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that that truly is what you're doing. You're making a true difference in in our lives as well as children's lives. And I think that's the big takeaway that a lot of us are having. So I, I really do congratulate you. Now you gotta tell me one thing though. What's up with this pilot? Because now, oh. mm, when I saw it come across, I said, No, she didn't. No, she didn't. Yes. Tell us how that came about. Because, I mean, when I saw a girl and you were looking for everybody to help you get you there, to get this pilot to manifest itself, yes. tell us how that started. And, okay, so the pilot, we are um, going to be filming the pilot actually next weekend. I'm so excited. And the pilot came about because, you know, my vision for this show was really to have children around, have it be, you know, like the modern, the modern day reading rainbow, um, kind of with Mr. Rogers and everything just have, have come yes. together. Yes, Mr. Neighborhood, yes. You know, I, I am the, the book lady, the author in the neighborhood. That's right. I, I want to be able to have, have that platform and, Yes, I actually started um, in a local coffee shop here in Northern Virginia. And now I said, you know what? I need to make what is in my head come out and, you know, come to fruition. And I'm so glad that we are able to really get this pilot going. And we're going to be um, shopping it around um, to some big day places <laughs> and yes. you know I, I just want to be able to get quality television back to our children thank you thank you so much thank you yes thank you and especially one that looks like us exactly <sighs> because 
I have, you know, I have two boys. My, my boys are nine and six. And yes, there were some shows that were on when my nine-year-old was younger, but then when my six-year-old came along, and it's not that much of an age difference, some of those shows died out. And now yeah. we're seeing that Sesame Street is on basically pay-per-view. Wow. You that's, know? What we've came, that's what we've came to. There's no yeah. more children programs. It's, yeah. it's really, you know, it's, it's brutal now. I mean, everything is leaving. And so now it's time for you to take up the baton. Fans, fans. Like, look, run it, girl. Run it. Take that baton and do it. Absolutely. And it it really is, um, I I must say thank you to all of those who supported all of those who are, you know, they basically are funding this dream right now. And I want to make sure that we do this right and so that we have this platform again for children. Like I said, my mom was a literacy coach and I'm so thankful that she was able to kind of, she was able to be here to see the the start of this, the seed yeah. of this. And I'm really gonna try not to cry, but this is her legacy. Yeah. Being brought forward as well absolutely she was not someone that wanted the spotlight or you know but she was always in the background you know Mm -hmm. my kids have books from her right it's it was always her dream to have something like this go forward because like she was an educator her entire life right and it's all about the children for her it's all about making a difference for me to be able to even bring this forward and have this to be a part of her legacy is it's a dream come true and i'm just so honored and humbled that we have so many people behind us that are trying to make this come true well first of all god is all in it can i just say I, I feel the emotion, I feel the anointing here at my house, in my little old living room, because we never know where God is going to birth what he's placed in us. I always say that God is the chief architect. He placed in us from the beginning of time before we were formed in our mother's womb, his plan for us. Yeah. And so whatever he has to do to bring it to fruition, he will do that. And again, to honor your mother in such a way, you know, I was, my first job was in a library. I was a little library clerk, putting books on the shelf. That was my first job, y'all. I was a library clerk and I would always go in what we call the XF section. And that was all the children's books. And not one time that I roll across a book that looked like me, little dark, little brown girl. And so I see the importance of it. And, I, and just the empowerment piece to that, because I'm, I'm again, like Amira said, I'm trying to imagine the conversation and, and the impact that, that that statement left on your son. Yeah. Because no matter what anyone says, words hurt. I was always told I was too dark. You're not pretty because you're dark. Oh, you know, you're cute for a dark-skinned girl. And so colorism exists. Yes, and absolutely. so for you to bring about this platform, this forum, to dispel that and to bring more of an awareness of who we are, what no matter what skin we we represent every shade here on this show. Um, but I I I'm just honored to have you do what you do 
And again, to be a my mom was a you know school teacher for years, retired after 28 years. So I get it, you know, trying to honor that because they have a love and a passion for kids. But what you're doing is so next level. It's Thank so you. next level. So I my prayer is to that God will just continue to bless it and he show yeah. you favor and that we see you in the next couple of months. We'll be like, girl, that's Carrie Lee, girl, we know her. You know? <laughs> I'm like, girl, this girl, like, just have me on the show. Let me have me a puppet or something. I don't care. Look, a puppet. I'm like, look here, but I mean, it's so amazing. And just the passion that you, I'm trying to hold back tears. But y'all know I'll cry in a minute. But I feel you is what I'm saying. Y'all know. Y'all know I feel it. So no, I'm, I mean, I'm honored to have you here, honestly, because this is remarkable. I concur, right? I agree with her, Carrie Lee. I also want to just say to you that the amazing thing about your mom is that she's still a witness for you in heaven yeah. so she's rooting you on yeah it or not she's rooting you on mm -hmm. and you, you you're here to carry to become because you're the you're the person that's amazing enough to do it right yeah right so like because when you talk about how you had the conversation with your son i i can relate to that my daughter um where we live in south carolina <laughs> she um in, in the first school that she was in she was the only black kid in the school wow. um and then um like in most of her classes so far like we took her so we took out a private school but she was like i need to meet new, i need to meet more people so so she said that we put her in public school and i love her public school um and most of the time she's maybe it's her maybe one other person in her class yeah. possibly that is a minority right and, or i don't like to say minority because she's a majority in my book right oh and so we had to have those i had to have those conversations where when she was young she would say oh i want my hair to be straight like this and blah 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 blah, blah. so i really love that um it makes such a difference when our children can open a book and see see themselves yeah. they yeah. see people that look like them um mm -hmm. i was shopping for a bedroom set and i was looking and looking and looking for bedroom sets that have black children in them and um i i saw just one and it just really wasn't like um it didn't have her feel right it wasn't for her and a girlfriend of mine she has this now she has it, it came like after i was shopping like a couple months and I'm just say, sharing this because I think it's amazing that we do take up the baton and say this is how we're able to show our kids that they matter more than more than anybody else is letting right. them do. Yes, because everything starts in the home, right? So the fact that you started you started a book accidental author, right? You started a book in the home. Not only does it show your son that he can be in the book, it shows him that he can write the book, that he can publish the book, that he yes. can sell the book. Like there's so much more that that unpacks from him seeing you do it. But so like, I'm super thrilled. I'm gonna go get this book. Okay, yeah. I'm super thrilled. Yeah. I, I, As you said, you know, your your daughter asking about straightening her hair. Like that's why we have pretty hair. Ah, see? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I just got a oh, book about pretty hair. Yes, she's and, nine now. But the conversation okay. I had with her was. I just started explaining to her all the cool things she could do with her hair. Yes, and, and that's exactly what said this as well. You know, because I, you know, I, 
go through I've, I've gone through my hair journey and I, I have nieces who have long curly hair but they were of course they they grew up around children with blonde straight hair or you know whatever so they always wanted their hair straight or they wanted their hair you know cut with a bang or something like that so I had to write this book I was just like oh my gosh I started out just writing it to um, girls of color, but right. after, and and I actually started this pretty hair before I even started Everyone Just Like Me. And when I, you know, started the platform of embracing differences, I said, no, I don't want this just to be for one uh, right. race of girls. I want to show the unity and the diversity in it. So we have, you know, these two little girls that they um, they are checking out the texture of each other's hair and it kind of seems like it's going one way, but then at the end you see, you know, that I don't want to give, give away too much, but it really brings them together. And I have gotten comments from my, you know, African-American friends, Caucasian friends, Asian friends that said, oh my gosh, where was this book when I was growing up? And you that's know? how it is. Yeah. That's so how it is. It's, it's something it's, relatable. Something exactly. relatable. We've got to have something that we as individuals, boys or girls, have something that we can relate to. Hello, Janae. How you doing, girl? Hello, Janae. But we are... We are so happy and elated, you know, that you were able to come this evening and yes, talk about you. your amazing journey and hey, extensive journey ahead of you. <laughs> I am wishing you all much success in next week in the taping yes. of your pilot. I'm excited. Yes. I, we wish you all the best of luck. Carly, uh, let everybody know how they can contact you, where they can connect with you. What platforms are you on? Yes, I am on, um, you, you can go to my website, readwithcarolee.com. Uh, there you can connect to all my platforms, but I am on Instagram, religiously, Facebook, yes. uh, and even TikTok and Twitter. And they are all under at readwithcarolee. So, you know, you can type in my name and you will find me. I am... Uh, just about the only Carolee and especially uh, my YouTube channel where we have amazing new authors every Saturday uh, that is on YouTube and it's the Read with Carolee show and like I said you can just type in Carolee and you will find me uh, you'll see my logo you can't miss it <laughs> that's amazing we can't wait y'all I'm like I tell y'all you've got to connect and build relationships but at the same time y'all you need to follow her Follow her and watch her journey because she, I know she's going to be doing some lives and everything. So we definitely want to connect with you. But like I said, we wish you the best of luck. I can't wait to see it. I know it's going to be picked up. We're going to be seeing it on TV, girl. Yes. You're going to be Miss, look, the new Miss Reading Rainbow. I can't wait. But it's going to be read with Carolee. So I wish you all the best success and good luck. And we thank you for being with us this evening. And y'all, the show ain't over yet, y'all. Thank you so much. We got somebody else coming on in tonight, y'all. I am excited. Y'all, the conversation was phenomenal. I love Read with Miss Carol Lee. Y'all, that's going to be an amazing platform, you all. So you definitely want to check her out. 
Check her out on all of her platforms, y'all, because she is an amazing individual doing big things. So you all, the show ain't over yet, y'all. We got a phenomenal woman coming in, y'all. Yes, indeed, because it's time for our fashion tea. Y'all, I got to get my Let's fashion in, y'all. You know, we got to get right. You know, y'all got to feel myself a little <laughs> I got to feel myself a little bit tonight. <laughs> we got to feel ourselves, y'all. So we want to bring in, look, look, Miss Sunsara, y'all. She is a part of the Girlfriends Chit Chat family. We are so happy and elated to have her on our platform. Come on in the room, girl, because I want everybody to meet her. Look at her. Because I want people to know you tonight. Yeah, thank you for that. Thank you for uh, the opportunity to share. So my name is Sonsera Lupon. I am the owner, style curator, and wardrobe strategist for Grace Under Pressure Style Consulting LLC. Um, and I'm thank you. Pam. <laughs> Let's take the frame. Uh, somebody wants your frame. So look, I got the earrings. Look, Leslie wants the hat. Look. <laughs> Yeah, just start doing the show from here because y'all just gonna take everything. <laughs> just take everything. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so yeah. Um, a lot of people say I'm, you know, call it the lamest term is a stylist, but I say that I am a style curator and wardrobe strategist. It's, it's two different things because yeah. um, it's not just a hobby of mine. This is a calling. This is a ministry. I am on assignment. Um, to heal those women that Kara Lee was just speaking about, those children, uh, specifically yeah. women that did not have a chance to read about themselves in books, are confused or struggling with their identity. And when they struggle with their identity and understanding who they are, they struggle then with their style. So if you're struggling on the inside, it's gonna come out. Um, or they can dress themselves on the outside, but there's still a, a disconnect with the person on the inside. Right. So I tap into the essence of the person and then style them from the inside out. Love and, and, and that's yes, where, I where, where I come from. I so I don't, I don't create, you know, styles of wardrobes. I create experiences. So when you walk in a room, there's going to be a shift because people are going to experience you different because you're going to, yeah. your posture is going to be different. You're going to move different. And, and all of that plays a part and it feeds into uh, generations from your home. It's gonna affect those that are in your home. It's gonna affect those that you work with. Yes, from the inside out. It's an yes. inside job. And then it manifests yes. itself on the outside. And uh, when you walk down the street or what have you, it's there's a shift wherever you go. And so that that is how I create the experience that one may term styling. Exactly. exactly. I love that. Ooh, I love it. I, yeah, I, love I just it. feel like I went to went to style church just now. I just feel like I want to pass the plate. <laughs> you never want to pass the collection plate. I tell you. I want to pass the plate. Go out a whole plate. 
Yeah. Look, oh. she done took the hat off. She gonna use the hat as the collection plate. So I said, I'm <laughs> But what I feel like, Santana, you know what? I want people to understand that, yes, Pamela, confidence builder as well. Yes, it does. Because yeah. you have to have confidence. You have to feel confidence because like you said, I love it when you said, when you step in the room, the, the, the aura shifts, everything changes, yeah. you know? And I love that what you said because I want to work from the inside out and better yeah. in my style and my look. Right. How would I go about that? You know, what does that look like if I'm wanting to say, I need some changes. I need to look, you know, a little a little fashion facelift. Let's go there. Yeah, it looks like so i'll say one thing and i'll build off of what, what pamela just typed in or pam um it builds confidence so not only does it build confidence confidence is one of the first and one of the best accessories you can have yes. the first thing i say when i get dressed in the, in the morning is i put on the full armor of god that that's yes, what right i put All on right. so that, that's the first accessory and right. then the second one is when you do that and you stand in and you understand who you have called to you've been called to be, you can walk in that effortlessly. Yes. Uh, but we struggle. We we struggle. So how do you do that? Everyone has a style. They just yes. might not know what it is. Right. Yes. And it changes. And that's okay depending on what season you're in in right. your life. Right. Um, 18, 20 months ago, we were all working outside of the office. We were getting dressed from head to toe, mm -hmm. pandemic hit, and now we're dressed from the waist up or what have you. And now we're starting to move back into the office. And so what does that look like going from casual clothes to now I need to get fully dressed? Right. And it's really sitting down with yourself and like, what? Do, how do I want to show up in the world? Right. How do I want people to perceive me? Mm -hmm. um, and how can I do that authentically? Right. There are a lot of um with pinterest and and, and instagram and, and everything a lot of influences and you could put it on but if it doesn't match who you are mm -hmm. there's going to be a disconnect and you carrying that out right well, one of the first things go ahead no, no, go ahead no no I, I guess the one thing i want to point out you know since i'm i'm moving into this stage i i feel sexier now at, at my age than I ever felt in my 20s, ever felt in my 30s, not even my early 40s. Yeah. I want I project, I want to feel sexy, I want confident, I want that I'm a mother, so I'm not trying to throw it all out, but I <laughs> yeah. want you to know I was in that room and I walked out. My clothing says that. I, I strategically plan out my outfit because I know what I want. I don't dress for the people. You know how people call and they say, girl, what you wearing? I don't yeah. know. I've never done that. Mm -hmm. I, because I, I like to dress how I feel, how I'm feeling for the moment. Yeah. What do you think about that? People who dress, I like to dress for the moment. And sometimes that might be sequins and pumps and jeans and a jacket. Hey, I that's 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 girl. I am all about a sparkle. And I believe what you said is true. You have to dress for who, for yourself. The first thing is knowing who you are. Yeah. And so when we when we have again a disconnect with that, then we start imitating other things, and it just doesn't carry off. Yeah. And then you don't look believable. You, mm -hmm. you you don't you don't look believable. You're putting on things that may look good on a mannequin, or they may look good. Um, you think it looks good, but it just it just doesn't match. And how you show up here needs to match what you project here. 
Yes, as you're going through those rooms, as mm -hmm. you're walking down the street, as you're visiting with family, your right. your whole persona tells a story, and people mm -hmm. can tell when there's an imposter there, someone just trying mm -hmm. to show up, and and it's not really them. And mm -hmm. so, I like to tap into who who are you? Who right. are you really? Let's let's right. talk that. Let's yeah, that was a great question. She said, "How do how do I show up?" Be your authentic yeah. self. Yeah, everybody you else is taken. Who you are. Everybody, everybody else is Everybody else is taken. Be yourself. Yes. Look yes. one more time for the people in the back. I don't think they heard them. Everybody else is taken. <laughs> but that's, kind of, that's really in everything that we're doing. We need everything. to show up the way God designed us. Yeah. I'm telling you, it, it makes a difference. It's a lot harder, I think, for me to be somebody else than just to be me. Yes. And I'm it's pretty, I'm pretty dead gum cool. Yeah, you're but pretty, you're pretty much a big deal. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> but it's so much work. Does you just be true to who you are and you act the way you should? You shouldn't have to tone it down because they say you too. Oh loud. no, ain't no tone tone it down, down. over here. Take it down a notch, girl. Come you're on. doing too much. But if that's what grab people will gravitate towards your personality, they gravitate to that. You have to continue to walk in that. Yeah. And I yeah. think that's what exudes and see. Then your your brand and your style needs to reflect your look yeah it should, it should speak to your personality because i think sometimes we don't dress basically your personality is one thing and then your look is something different how do you get people out of the mindset of going through that closet right there and telling them this gotta go that gotta go i don't mean to hurt your feelings but that definitely has to go yeah. how do you <laughs> how do you navigate that conversation yeah um they said it was for me so long now i turn up the volume that's turn right up, girl. turn it up janae turn, turn it up, up. Turn <laughs> up. <laughs> so when before i work with someone um you know i use this this trans theoretical theory for of change and there are six mm -hmm. steps in that and so i speak with them to get an idea of where where they are and we'll we'll have a, a whole different show on that because some right. people may want to, but they're not ready to make the commitment. Yeah. Um, some people are fully game. Some people are like, I like the idea of it, but mm, no, 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 I'm, I'm just really not interested. Right. Mm -hmm. So it depends on where they are in that process will determine their success in making the change. Right. And so a question that I ask is not how do you want to look? How do you want to feel? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. How do you want to feel? Do you want to feel powerful? Do you want to feel sophisticated? Do you yes. want to feel approachable? Yes. How are you feeling this? Like, yes. I want all three. Can I get all three of them? You can. Come on, so all there's three. A way, there's a way three to for me, Bob. Oh, three for me. Even I, for I the woman that's over the top, even for the woman that's over the top, there yeah. is, there's levels to this. Right. And um, we always want to be appropriate. We want always want to be in order, uh, right. in decent and in order when we right. go whatever situation we're walking into. Right. Um, our outfit shouldn't stand out more than what we say. If someone right. remembers our outfit more than the impression that we made, right? Um, then our outfit is speaking louder than we are. Exactly. That's why there has to be. They're married. They're married, yeah. and so it's a you're a combo package, and so it needs to tell the whole story. It needs to tell right. the whole story. See, that's good. that's real good, because I mean that's your vision. That's your vision for you your brand. I mean, for and I think that's what we have to make sure that we relay that to you. 
Because sometimes you like, as when I hire you to do something for me, I have to make sure that you understand my vision. You understand where I'm trying to go, what I'm trying to do so that we can be on the same page. How do, how am I able to continue to do everything you instill in me, every nuggets you drop into me and you tell me, this is what you need to do to keep your look going the way it is. What things can I implement in my day to day? Cause I'm a mom during the day. You know, I may not, you know, I, I don't want them bleed sweatpants a couple too many times. Yeah. You know, but they comfortable, girl, they comfortable. Mm-hmm. How do you get me out of that mindset of not reverting back, but staying on track? Okay. So two things. The first thing is comfortable does not mean raggedy. Yes. Come on. Like that. <laughs> uh-huh. I heard you. Comfortable don't mean raggedy. Yeah. Raggedy. raggedy. does not mean raggedy or tattered or it. that's not what that means. Mm-hmm. You can be comfortable and very well put together. Yes. It, it can happen. The other thing I would ask someone is, what are you willing or how much are you willing to invest in this? Because they're going to have to do it. Right. And, and I'm a, I coach. I coach someone into the, the style, the wardrobe that they want. I'm not going to be there forever. So the, the, the nuggets that I drop, the, the lessons that I impart, are meant to carry them throughout. They're sustainable. Yeah. They're sustainable. Yeah. So, so I assess the level of commitment and comfort. Right. And then I push a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Also, we gotta have a little also, push sometimes. Yeah, you gotta push a little, little bit. Because I may say that I would never do that. Yeah, I would never do that. Have you tried it though? Let's just try. Really? It's just that's let's just try it. See, and then I love that. I, I love pushing the envelope with my style. I really yeah. do. And I don't have limits. I'll bust out with a pair of tights and a nice cute shirt, but my sneakers match, my accessories match. I have my jewelry on. I mean, you know, I could take a whole Nike outfit and make that thing pop. I mean, I just right. don't believe in coming out looking frumpy because confidence is everything. And I've seen people that will look your direction and be like, girl, she looks tired. I don't know what's going on. You, that's what you're thinking. I don't ever want to have that impression. Yeah. But, and but I think I that before, I asked myself, is, would, am I representing, um, is, would, would God be pleased with how I'm representing him? Because I'm, I'm his representative. I'm his ambassador. So yes. would he be pleased with my gut hanging out? Yeah. We're not doing that. Well, no. Not me. That's my testimony. That, that's not for yeah. me. Um, Did you say that's good? Because modesty, um, modesty is important. Modesty yeah. still exists just like chivalry. And so yeah. that's something else. And it's a way to be modest and still feel um, sophisticated and classy. Yeah. With, listen, y'all saw that picture that was just up of me, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's all awesome. oh, yeah. 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 Oh yes, for a fly Nike out. You better say it. Oh, a fly Nike out all day, every day. Yep. Athleisure, athleisure wear is is yeah. it, uh, and I can't wait. And we'll talk about how we can take those summer athleisure outfits and and transition them into fall and winter. We'll talk about that. We'll yes, about I can't that. wait, girl. Like, come on next week. You got to remember, next week. Look, that's one thing y'all got to get. 
Sarah gonna be popping in, y'all. She gonna be dropping some amazing because y'all, we moving into Thanksgiving, we moving into Christmas, yeah. and we now, y'all, we're coming out of this virtual space, retreats, conferences, you know, interviews, things that we need to implement into our wardrobe to get that look that we're we're needing to take us to that next level. Because y'all, when them websites come out, you gotta be on point. That yeah. look has to be right, and yeah. so that's what Sun Sarah is there to do for you. Sarah, let everybody know how they can contact you and get in contact if they're needing your services. Yeah, so if you, and, and the services are for anyone who, um, again, there are levels to this, because you should be, you could be someone who wants a service like a closet concierge, and all of these things will be described more on my mm -hmm. website. Um, you may need someone just to come in and say, okay, I need a seasonal refresh. We're going from summer into fall so how do i transition those things right. um so you may need to do they want to take their things to the next level how do i level up so a closet concierge um something else you'll find on the website there it is there yep bit.ly mm -hmm. the pressure sc um special occasions special yes. occasions are coming up people are doing uh, lifestyle photo shoots they're doing um we're not traveling that much you're doing like you know, conference or that, but you might be. And so not only will you need that, you may also need to know how to strategically pack your suitcase and not travel with five yes. things necessary. Oh. And I can teach you how to do that. Or you may need a closet strategy coach. So this is the person who has perhaps a lot of items, a lot of things. And they're just like, I struggle. I struggle every morning. I have all this stuff, but I have nothing to wear. <laughs> And my mama, you watching mama. A closet full of clothes and you ain't got nothing to wear. I'm telling it. Yeah, it has nothing to wear. So we will look at textures and fabrics and colors and your your body. We'll look at that and see how to appropriately dress, address that. So you can reach okay. me at my website, which is there, bit.ly, Grace Under Pressure SC. I'm on Facebook. Grace Under Pressure Style Consulting LC. Oh, look at it coming up when I'm talking about it. And then I'm doing, you see, girl, that's how they can reach you. They got to see you. You got your visual yes, people, girl. Yes, yes, yes. And then Instagram, which is Grace underscore under underscore pressure and the number three. There you go. So I'm excited. Y'all remember, you know, Sunset is going to be popping in continuously. She is a part of the family here, Girlfriends Chit Chat. We're excited to have her. You know, and so we want to make sure that we're bringing you good content, good information. And if it's something, y'all, as time goes on, we're going to be implementing so many new things and so many new people going to be coming to the platform. So we're excited about our continued success for this new season. Y'all stay tuned as well. You know, as always, y'all, we hate to see, you know, we got to end it all. You know, all good things got to come to a better end. But yeah. I hope you all come back and see us again on next Friday at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Y'all, next week, I can't wait for you to see who's coming next Friday, girl. Yes, indeed. I can't wait. So you all will see you next Friday. You all can catch us on, uh, you can catch us on uh, iHeartRadio, Pandora. You can catch us on many platforms. And y'all, we look forward to seeing you on next Friday. You all have a fabulous night and a fabulous weekend. Y'all have a great one. Good night. Good night.